Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The March of Dimes Sports Luncheon, for decades one of the most important and valued sports industry gatherings, tips off today for the 37th time in Manhattan. Normally, the event raises around $800,000 to $1 million for the MOD's fight against birth defects, premature birth, and infant mortality. This year's event is expected to raise 80 to 90% of a normal year. The luncheon will honor former NHLer Henrik Lundqvist and gold medal winning sprinter Allison Felix as Sportsman and Sportswoman of the Year. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren will receive the Sports Leadership Award, and WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon will get the Corporate Leadership Award. Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 30th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. Our John Aran reports the early TV numbers suggest that Ohio State-Michigan could end up with between 14 to 15 million viewers, easily the most watched college game all season. Columbus was the top market with a 45.8 local rating, followed by Detroit with 32.6. Speaking of Michigan, Jim Harbaugh will donate any bonus money earned from his contract this season to University of Michigan Athletic Department employees who had their pay reduced due to COVID-19 issues. Harbaugh said on the Inside Michigan Football radio show that he and his wife Sarah would give the money back no matter the amount in order for it to be distributed within the department. The way Harbaugh's contract is constructed, he has the ability to earn bonuses up to $3.475 million this season. That includes $500,000 for winning the Big Ten East, which the Wolverines did on Saturday. Harbaugh would trigger a $1 million bonus if Michigan wins the Big Ten championship game on Saturday against Iowa, and another $500,000 if it makes the college football playoff. Any employee who took a voluntary or mandatory pay reduction over the past 18 months and is currently employed by the university will have the opportunity to receive some of the bonus money. On the other side of the college football ratings game, Notre Dame football lost nearly half its TV audience from last season, according to numbers crunched by our Austin Carp. Viewership for the Fighting Irish's games on NBC are down 48% from 2020, averaging 2.5 million viewers. Last season, Notre Dame games on NBC averaged 4.8 million viewers. Don't expect NBC execs to sound alarm bells over this season's ratings downturn, however. That's because viewership for the school's games this season are up from NBC's record low in 2019, which averaged 2.1 million viewers. Another reason why these numbers aren't causing angst in Stamford, Connecticut. Notre Dame's 2020 slate produced the most viewers since 2005, fueled by 10.2 million viewers for a double OT showdown with number one Clemson, which remains NBC's second best Irish game on record. No Notre Dame game this season drew more than 4 million viewers. NBC's best game this season was 3.8 million for the Irish's lone loss against Cincinnati. Also of note, Notre Dame's NBC schedule featured no games against Power 5 teams ranked in the AP Top 25 this season. 
Comcast is blaming rising programming costs as a major reason why it's raising monthly rates nationwide by 3%, according to a report from Cablefacts. Comcast specifically called out RSNs and broadcast networks via an online post on its website saying, quote, programming costs are driving up prices for all providers, including streaming services, as seen by the significant price increases of services offered by distributors this year alone. Comcast said it will increase its RSN fee, though it's being reported that markets with MSG networks, which were removed from Comcast in October, won't see an RSN fee increase. Cablefax says the RSN fee in Atlanta will increase by $2.30 per month. The PGA Tour is deciding if it will allow at least 25 of its members to play next year's Saudi International. The Asian Tour released a proposed field list for the Saudi event, which included a number of high-profile tour players. The PGA Tour told GolfChannel.com that it has not yet granted players permission to compete. Among the players listed to compete February 3rd through the 6th at Royal Greens Golf and Country Club are world number three and defending champion Dustin Johnson, number four Xander Shoffley, and seventh-ranked Bryson DeChambeau. Players are required to obtain a conflicting event release to play tournaments that aren't sanctioned by the tour, and there was speculation that when the European tour dropped the Saudi International from its schedule earlier this year, the PGA Tour might deny the releases. Should the tours not provide waivers and the golfers choose to compete anyway in this event, it will be a test of the PGA Tour and DP World Tour's resolve regarding whether they would follow through with any sanctions against the players. And that would then raise the legal questions of whether the tours can restrict players' schedules and access to non-PGA Tour and DP World Tour events. Gatorade is signing its first-ever college athlete to an endorsement deal as UConn guard Paige Beckers agreed to a multi-year deal with PepsiCo-owned sports drink to join its athlete roster. As part of the deal, she will promote the brand in television commercials, social posts, product collaborations and events, with a focus on boosting women's basketball. The parties declined to disclose financial terms. In the NIL era, Beckers has emerged as a big money prototype, now with two major deals in place. After the rule change in the summer, she signed with sports agency Wasserman Media Group and in November scored a deal to be a spokesperson for the sneaker resale site StockX. We'll end on a quick programming note. It's not too late to join us for tomorrow's Deal Makers in Sports event in New York City. Speakers include Fanatics Chief Strategy and Growth Officer Tucker Kane, Oakview Group CEO Tim Liewicki, Genius Sports President Steve Bornstein, and Fenway Sports Group founder and chairman Tom Werner. Details are available at sportsbusinessjournal.com. That's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday. I hope everybody has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.